Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Whether it's relationships, work, or just with friends, there are plenty of things that I've done that I'll suddenly think about and feel ashamed of. But surely I'm not the only one who has this happen. So I'm going to be talking to a whole bunch of people and asking them about what they're ashamed of and how they think that's influenced the person they are today. This episode's guest is video creative and one half of the Ryan and Tanya show on Canberra's Hit 104.7, Ryan John. I've been arrested. I've been in jail. I've been, uh, I've emceed uh, events in Thailand where girls pull chickens out of their vaginas. <laughs> oh, and I'm not ashamed about any of those no. things. It's just something about a 29-year-old guy crying about his mum that just makes you think, what a fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember the, this guy coming out and going, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Hi and welcome to another episode of Shame Feeder. Uh, this guest I'm actually really interested to chat to because he's someone who I've been thinking in the lead up to this. I don't know if he's the kind of guy who would necessarily be that ashamed of many things. And that's been something I've been encountering with a few people I've been trying to get involved. I've asked them to do it and then they've just said, actually, there's nothing I'm ashamed of. Uh, and I'm real. I'm actually really curious to see what he has to contribute. Uh, it is Hit 1047 Canberra uh, Brecky host, Ryan John. Thank you very much for having me. I was almost about to interrupt your intro there and say, is it because, is there people that just have no shame despite whatever it is they do? Or is it the people who are just really boring? And haven't done anything. I think it's the, mainly the people who have no shame despite what they do. And when it comes to you, yep. like, I think I see it on both ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember on another podcast, you telling me an idea that you wanted to do that work wouldn't let you do called trip or snip. Yes. Which, my white whale. Yeah. <laughs> which is still yet to get up. And which, I was actually talking about that the other day with someone. <laughs> Where people could win a holiday or they get a vasectomy. No, but you, and you don't know which one you're going to yeah, win. Yeah, you, flip, you a coin. flip a coin. Um, so you've clearly got no shame in that regard. But then on the other end of the spectrum, on yeah. things that you could maybe feel a bit sensitive about, like you've just recently blown up with uh, the whole Mother's Day video you did yep. where you spoke very emotionally about... Mm-hmm. Um, being adopted and is that something um, I'm supposed to be ashamed of? <laughs> no, 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 not ashamed. But I think that's some things that people are maybe more sensitive about, and not something yeah. that necessarily everyone's going to talk about. No, it is like a tricky topic because I think maybe a generation before us, it, it, adoption was like a, a don't ask, don't tell sort of thing, mm. and so and that sort of carried through. Like I, until uh, people started messaging me with their story, I'd never really heard anyone talk yeah. talk about it or anything like that. But more than that as well yeah. is like we live, and that's why I, I think I've got a lot of respect for you and yep. I think you, you, you're quite willing to put yourself out there, is that we live in an age where if you show emotion, people mm. just pile on half the time. Yeah, oh, there's two, but like... There's both know. ends of the spectrum. Yeah, I guess it still has to be like kind of real. You see some people like putting it on and they get called out and, and shamed for being a dickhead, <laughs> yeah. which is, and rightly so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That was sort of different to Shane. That was just me 
to be honest, I, I didn't actually think many people would care about that Mother's Day thing just because I thought people that knew me and like my friends and family would go, oh, that's that's interesting about Ryan. Mm. But I thought people who didn't know me, like, I don't know, it's just some guy talking about his like, it's that's his problem, not mine. Yeah. Uh, but what I didn't realize is there was this whole community of adoptees and tummy mummies mm. and birth uh, parents and, the, and all sorts of different uh, kinds of people that all had a, a similar story. So it was kind of nice to, yeah. to bring that together. But I never... Oh, no, I definitely yeah. don't think of that as shame. Yeah, no, but I did get nervous about it because when I, like, even when I made the video and I was, like, about to, like, click it and send and I was, like, I just, as as much as you, you want to be honest and truthful and everything, like, there's just something about a 29-year-old guy crying about his mum that just makes you think, what a fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think there's many people who no, I don't, that. No, I, and I haven't, but it was just... You know, yeah. every guy yeah. wants to be a tough guy. Mm. Um, says the guy who nearly got into a fight with a man in the cardigan last <laughs> night. You're so night. proud yeah. of this because it's the first time. <laughs> no, I haven't anyone's story yet. <laughs> it happened last night. Oh, what a dickhead. Um, but yeah, so I was a bit nervous about that. Not in a shameful way, but just, again, like mm. all guys want to be a tough guy and look like they've got their shit sorted and like, you know, man of the house. And uh, yes, yeah, so that was that was pretty interesting. Well, look, that's, that's what I like about you is that yep. like two things. Firstly, I, I, I've thought this for a while. You come up with these angles creatively that are amazing but you just put yourself out there yeah well it's sort of you not, go for it on yeah things. well i think with that i've seen and i don't want to name and shame because it's, it's like horrible but I've, I've seen people like try to get deep and they just sort of don't go deep enough and they just touch on the surface and i just i just get really disappointed mm. uh, when they kind of like oh you know this is you know i'm really going to talk about this big topic and and they don't kind of hit it like they should and i thought if i'm gonna if I'm going to talk about it, I'm going to talk about it properly and I'm going to just say exactly what it is, not just sort of skirt around it. And even when I, th I thought, oh, I could maybe make it funny by doing this. And then I was like, nah, like there's a time to be funny and this isn't it. And um, and I showed a bunch of the bosses the video before I posted it and they were like, oh yeah, send it through. And they came back and they're like, oh geez, I was like, I wasn't expecting that from you, Ryan. I, I actually was sort of waiting for the joke or the this or the yeah. that. Yeah, um, me too. That's ex honestly, yeah. I was waiting. I and I mean, maybe this is only for the people who know you, but yeah. that probably added the effect as well. Yeah, and so yeah, the bosses they came in, and it's so surprising. Even before I posted, the amount of people who were so close to me who were like, "Oh, by the way, um, I've never met my dad," or "By the way, my cousin is like," it's there's there's always a, such a close connection with it. Yeah, and um, and whilst having the creative in our work of radio, like creative angles and a twist and whatever, I'm actually big on like sometimes you don't need an angle and especially when it's it's a bit, well, when it's not like a fun mm. one, like it's really sad. So like with the, uh, the you know, the, some of the terrorist attack and stuff mm. we've had recently in England, they were sort of like, do we talk to this person or should we try and get them for an interview? And I was like, let's just turn the mics on and say, ha ha like Tanya, when you first saw it on the TV, like what did you think? Mm. And there's times for just going, oh, like just just playing it straight absolutely and i um and i think that was one of them and it was yeah it was interesting how it's worked out my inbox is still overwhelmed <laughs> and crazy which is i was impressed you were able stressful. to um reply to messages from me because i assumed you would have just had too many to deal with yeah no you, well you message a different account if you oh, message yeah. other pages yeah, you true. probably wouldn't i'm like i just want to send you a generic reply going thanks for getting in touch bro <laughs> watch my other videos here yeah okay well look yeah. um i could talk to you about that just on its own for ages yeah. but I really want to touch base on because that's just one element of the things yep. you do. But I, I want, I really, really would love your perspective on, of everything you're doing at the moment. Yep. What are you loving the most? Uh, whew, that's a very simple question yet very hard to answer. Um, what am I loving most? I'm, 
I'm liking that we we can that we did the Mother's Day thing. Uh, I know we just touched on that, obviously, but like that's sort of been in my mind for a while, and it's sort of nice to get those things you've been thinking. And you know what it's like, even mm. what is if you've got it in your mind for a while to finally lay it down or talk about something you've wanted to talk about is is sort of nice. It's it's exciting, but then sometimes frustrating to have a bank of stuff and not know what to do with it. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm working on a podcast which is coming out later in the year um, about becoming a father because Bridget, my girlfriend, is just like really pushing hard. <laughs> really, <laughs> wow. really pushing hard for us to have kids. So uh, that's sort of pretty exciting and interesting. Mm. And um, our show is going pretty well as well, but that we finish at the end of the year. So I'm excited for unemployment. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know you were finishing at the end of the year. Oh, well, that's when, that's when our thing's up, so I don't know what's going to happen. I'm sure they'll renew, surely. Well, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's... I, I've started mind-fucking the bosses here. <laughs> cause I'm, we're starting to chat about it soon, I think, so I was just, just, I've started mind-fucking them a little okay, bit. Okay, cool. So the fact that you get to do a lot of stuff yeah. is what you're loving. Yeah, but I'm, I, what am I? Oh, yeah, it's sort of weird. I don't know. You yeah? just get so busy doing stuff, well, I don't get time to sort of go, oh, what's great right now? I don't want to get inception Yeah. But um, I'm hating that the Hawks are losing. I was okay. loving that during that three years. <laughs> but from what I've gotten from a lot of the other people I've talked to for this, yeah. there's only been a couple so far, yeah. but there seems to be a trend. And I think it's because I'm talking to creatives especially yeah. at the moment. Uh, but what they've been saying they're really loving is that they're at a point in their lives where they have the freedom to do what they want. Yeah, I should have started with that actually because I am, as you know, we've talked about this in other podcasts, an accountant and I was halfway through doing my CPA studies after doing a thesis in financial communication systems and working for firms and banks and stuff. And so I guess what I'm loving is just like wearing jeans and a t-shirt to work and going home at 9.30 if I want and coming back later or I'll work then and not here and I'll do this and not that. Whereas when you work for a bank or a firm, mm. you start here, you finish there and you do as you're fucking told. I was about to say a C word on the end of that. but um, that's uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably bleep a few things. I don't know. We'll um, see. But yeah, I guess the I, I forget that I, I could have still been an accountant and the ability to kind of have an idea like, oh, I'm going to go do a podcast and just start working on it versus, well, no, you, you'll be finishing that taxi mm. uh, statement first, champ. <laughs> Uh, is kind of nice, I guess, yeah. Okay. And of all the things you've done, yeah. and maybe it will it'll just go back to the Mother's Day thing, yeah. I'm not sure, but I'd love to know, what would you consider your biggest achievement? Um, I wouldn't be that. Yeah, I don't really. No. I honestly don't see that as an achievement. It was no, just like a, a bit of a I wasn't personal sure, yeah. journey. Fuck, I hate that word. Um, no, that's fine. Uh, biggest achievement would be probably just what we're talking about. Like when I was working in this firm in finance, everyone, well, not everyone, a lot of people were like, oh, one day I'll... You know, I'll go out on my own and even have my own accounting firm, mm. or I'll, you know, go and do this. So I've got this side business that I'd love to expand, and or I've got a hobby that I'd like to turn into a business. And there's probably a lot of them still there saying, yeah, one day. And I like that I've got to a point where I don't know if I'm earning more money, but I'm like doing something I like and haven't had to suffer that much for, or I have suffered and I've sort of come out the other end a little bit. Maybe you appreciate the suffering. Um, I mean, no, no one's going to appreciate no, well, no, that Indian restaurant in Musselbrook, but um, <laughs> I mean, that place is rough. <laughs> but um, no, just probably that. The biggest cheat is just doing what, doing what you want, I guess. Yeah. There's still a lot lot more to do. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess that for now, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, considering, I think that's, is that sort of a rough highlight to your life, you reckon, at this point? <laughs> um, or at least where you're at? I played volleyball for Australia. That was actually that's a fucking, that's a, that was <laughs> that was cool. How did we only just get to that? Um, I, I always forget about that. It's like it's a, it's a whole life ago again now. Since I started doing radio, it seems like another life. But um, 
it's weird at the time you, you're working really hard playing volleyball and doing stuff and you're kind of just thinking about the next thing on the next match or whatever and it's not till a few years after i finished that i went yeah fuck like i got a scholarship moved to america and played for a team there and i played in what, serbia malaysia french polynesia and all around australia and stuff and um and yeah, like it's sort of satisfying now because I'm not that tall and I wasn't that good. So I was sort of like, I, I just I did well with what I had. Good job. Okay, yeah. cool. We'll, we'll tack that on as another thing yeah. you managed to achieve. Yeah. And also having an honours degree and I'm a bit of a dumb <laughs> So that's, I just checked to see if they, we're not going live. Oh yeah. But every time I swear, I look down and go, we are we're, in, we're in record mode. Yeah. No, yeah. Good. good, good. Yeah. The yeah. constant radio yeah. fear. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, considering that may be a very yeah. brief overview of a few of the things in your yeah. life. Next, I do want to ask you what you're ashamed of. All right. Keep up to date on the latest episodes by subscribing to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and all other apps. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, so covering off a few of the things, you've got the freedom, you're having yep. fun with where you're at now. Yep. Let's talk maybe shame. I'm assuming this is going to be going into your past. I don't know how far back. But I want to hear it. What are you ashamed of? I've got three things. Okay. Two specific incidents and one general theme of being a dick. <laughs> okay. I'll get to that last. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. I love it. Okay. Uh, the first one, actually, do you want to go to Serbia or the dodgy primary school around from my house? <laughs> I mean, both of those sound dodgy. Yeah. It's um, racist, but sure. <laughs> uh, let's go Serbia first. All right. Well, so I was playing volleyball for Australia and we were playing against Saudi Arabia. And um, I think it was Saudi Arabia, maybe UAE. Jeez, that's oh, racist. Now who's racist? Say one of that in that area. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was like fourteen all mm-hmm. in the, and it's first to fifteen in the fifth set. Okay. And you got to win by two, so it's like fourteen all. It's like tense, like it's full on. It's on prime time TV in Serbia and stuff. Oh really? And I fucking just, like I've never just this one. I played pretty well in the game, but that one point I fucked up and like lost that point. And then they just like served an ace the next point. And I was like, oh, that was it. Only played about eight international games, and that was one of them. And I was just like getting back to the the hotel, and because people see it on TV, and like, oh, Australia, ooh, tough ooh, break, bro. Ooh, yeah. And I was just like, oh god. And I was like, just a really simple like skill error. And it's weird that you can play a sport for like ten years and just 
It's like it was <laughs> like the equivalent of a tennis player just throwing the ball up to serve <laughs> and just missing it <laughs> during the final of Wimbledon. That bad. Yeah, well, like it was just an, an everyday, everyday skill, like a football player going to kick and just sort of missing the ball. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it was real bad. It was real shit. I shouldn't be laughing. And, and, You've just shared this as yeah. something that you're ashamed of. Well, I, I apologize. When you when you said what were you ashamed? Oh, just like embarrassing. But yeah. I just, uh, that was one thing that it was like for the whole rest of the trip. I was like, oh. was that something even for a bit? You sort of thought back on and had that uh, sort of feel, or yeah, it's like cringy. Yeah. Yeah, and sort of like disappointing because you. I know, like you train for like so long to get. So when when like the chips are down, mm. like you'll nail that. And I like I've had other obvious like yeah. moments and stuff, but that was one that was like super super embarrassing. I get that. Okay, yeah. so then the other one, what was it? The school? Yeah, I was just at the front of school. I was uh, I had my car license for like two weeks. Okay, like real early, and then I was trying to reverse my car to sort of go back around mm. to a thing near Monty South Primary School. Um, which is usually where you smoke bongs. But in this case, I was dropping my friend Hannah off and I ended up on the grass uh, going backwards, trying to back out of this thing and it was wet and I just like slid along the grass and smashed into this car. And I was just like, when you're in a car crash, it's usually, oh, the guy braked and I didn't leave enough room. But this was like, what were you doing? And I was like, I was I was trying to park <laughs> and I just, and smacked up this car real bad. And they're like, what the fuck were you doing? And I was like... I, just, I don't know. Like, I just, <laughs> like I just parked. I tried. I got on the wet grass and I was sort of going back in the car to sort of slip down the hill and fell into this thing. And again, it's like, we were talking about, you know, guys wanting to be macho. And especially, mm. I was like 18. I had a fully sick falcon, bro. And you're trying to be like, yeah, I'm a man. Like, I'm no kid now. Like, I'm an adult. And I just remember the, this guy coming out and going, what's, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I, um, if it makes you feel any better. Yeah. And this is—it's already got my brain, radio brain going. Yeah. Like you can do a phone on this easily. Yeah. I also, I think, first day after I got my license, was trying to park. Yep. And didn't turn sharp enough. In and there was like between yeah. two parked cars. And just smacked the one on the well, outside. Because no, I went, I I saw that I was wasn't turning sharp yeah. enough. So I went to hit the brake, and I just pushed down because I was panicking. Oh, and you hit I just the, and I slammed yeah. down the side of the car. And then I'm like, shit, shit, put it into reverse, hit the accelerator to go out. It hadn't gone into reverse. I slammed further down the side of the car. Yeah. Like smashed oh, up both side oh, panels. Shit. And then like I'm, I'm freaking out. And then I look in the back of the car and I realize only then do I even look at the car. And yep. it's this immaculately kept old car. There's a walking oh, stick. It's not like, oh, insurance recovery. It's like, no, this yeah. is a old person's yeah. car. There's a walking stick on the back seat. Oh, shit. Like, this is an old guy who's, you know, yeah. probably not super well. Yeah. I've just smashed up his car. Pride and joy. Yeah. Oh, did you look him in the eye, Jerron? Well, he wasn't there. Good. I left a note. note. See you later. <laughs> My name is Trevor Jones. My number is 94399999. But, I mean, I I felt pretty bad. I, you know, that thing you ma- you mentioned about, you know, the masculinity of, yeah, knowing how to drive a car. Yeah, man, I can- yeah. Reverse parallelist trailer. <laughs> I, sma- I smashed, I was in an accident two days after getting my license. Yeah. That's, that's actually something I'd sort of forgotten. Yeah. It's something well, I was ashamed of. drag that up for you. No, it's fine. Because I've done dumb shit, which I'm sure like when you were like, oh, Ryan's done some dumb shit. Before. Like I've been arrested. I've been in jail. I've been, uh, I've emceed uh, events in Thailand where girls pull chickens out of their vaginas. <laughs> oh, and I'm not ashamed about any of those no. things. Um, but it's the, those two are actually... Like, yeah, because doing dumb stuff doesn't... Mm. I'm not ashamed of that. I'm more ashamed of those things when you're like, oh, I'm 
You're trying I've to let be myself serious. down. Here. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So then the third point. You did you watch is, the video? I did watch the video. Yeah. It, it was. Uh, it's not about the nail. It's not about the nail. Did you watch that? I, yeah, yeah. I watched the video. Yeah. So, well, explain okay, so the you, video to, you, to, to you explain it. Yeah. Oh, well. So this girl has a nail sticking out of the front of her head. Yeah. And she's explaining to the guy. She's like, oh, I've, I've just got this pain in the front of my head and I don't know what it is. And I'm just, it's just so sore. And the guy's like, oh, well, you, you've you've got a nail like stuck in your head. So if we remove that. And she's like, oh, stop trying to fix everything. I just I just need you to listen. And the guy's like, yeah, but there's like, you're complaining about the thing in your head and I can, I can see the fucking nail, mate. So like, if I just got rid of that now, she's like, no, just, you always try to do this. You always try to fix everything. <laughs> And um, they sort of get into this fight, and he goes, "Fine, I'll I'll just listen." And she goes, "Yeah, so it's like this pointy thing in my head, and like just keeps yeah, on." I remember just, it's just yeah. like you know, all my cardigans are torn. Yeah, getting caught when I caught. put the thing on, <laughs> and uh, it's just a great illustration in a minute or so of like, it's not necessarily guys and girls, but I guess there's the two types of people: one who, oh. when there's a problem, you want to fix it. And other times when there's a problem and people just want to complain and let it out and, and just be heard, yeah. I guess. And I come from a family of fixers. <laughs> and so when stuff goes wrong, you're like, well, how do we fix this? And even when um, something doesn't go right in, in the show and you go, oh, we talked for too long. So next time we'll just cut. Like I'm just a, mm. and I guess that's like the accountant brain and just the male yeah. logic. Like you just want to like be the guy who fixes stuff. And uh, I've have had a lot of... Uh, like relationships, like more professional than personal, but like there that I know now that sometimes people just want to whinge, mm. and I still don't know if they're assholes for that or that's just the world we live in. Yeah, the fact okay. I don't know seems uh, is an example of why I'm the shame <laughs> uh, and the ongoing confusion. But well, I've had a lot of people who probably just needed me to listen to them. Yeah, and I was like, all right, champ, this is what we're gonna do. And again, you think you're doing the right thing because you're wanting to help, mm. and you're like, yeah, let's. I'm, I'm with you, bro. Like, let yeah. me help you out. But uh, they didn't really need that at the time. And it wasn't until, well, probably not even yet, that I'm fully like getting my head around that whole, sometimes you just need to sit with someone mm. and just let them, let them have it. And the fact I didn't realize that is uh, like has, has cost me some, some relationships. I okay. Yep. Do you think also like, and I could be completely off base yep. here, like the, the fixing mindset means when you have things like the car, yep. like that's not something you can just fix as an event. Like that's happened. You can't. Yeah, well, I guess the you can't fix that. That yeah. is crashed. I yeah. can't go back and unfuck up fourteen yeah. all playing for Australia. <laughs> so actually, I, I'm curious. So everyone would have like to a degree, a lot of people yeah. would have seen the the volleyball like in your immediate circle. The, yeah, that incident. The, yeah. When it came to the car. Yeah. Who did you talk to about it? Like, uh, what? How did well, you was, bring I'll, that up with anyone? I was with a friend. I was with two friends, Hannah and Dave, who was at I was at the front of Hannah's house, and then. I sort of mentioned it to my parents and stuff and you sort of, there was, a, yeah, I don't know. Like you just sort of say, oh, this is what happened. Yeah. I'm always like, as much as you want to be the, the masked dude, I've always been pretty honest and I, mm. I don't like, I don't like bullshit and fakeness. Yeah, no, <laughs> and, I, I, uh, I've known that from the little I know of you. <laughs> yeah. And so, and even sometimes it takes a lot of strength to just go, I'm embarrassed, but yeah. this is what I did. And I'm usually... Just laid it out. <laughs> so did you, because you said, you know, you come from a family of fixers. Yeah. Oh, so, just like grandpa's just yeah. an old school, like handyman. Mm. What's wrong? All right, let's go do it. Yeah. Or one time I remember I was like eight years old and I came home from the bank and I was like, grandpa, um, they offered me, my, I went to check my Dolomites account and uh, they said they were going to give me 
4% interest or something. And grandpa's like, oh, but, you know, we, but what, what are they? And I was confused or something. So he was like, well, let's go back down there. And then he took me back to the bank and he was like, oh, so my eight-year-old grandson just came in and you said something like um, what he, doesn't, he doesn't understand. So like, explain. how can we fix this? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so just sort of like that. And, and my dad was a tradie. Okay. And again, it's just maybe it's just like that physicality of, Oh, something wrong with the TV or there's mm. the spouts of overflowing or some bullshit. And he's like, yep, righto. <laughs> and mum is a, was a school principal. And then, be, do you watch The Simpsons? I do watch The Simpsons. So then she became Superintendent Chalmers. <laughs> um, that's the easiest way to explain it. But so I guess working high up with people, she's like, a, oh, there's a problem. Hmm. Sometimes like any kind of business person. Yeah. There's a problem in the organization. How do we is, fix it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. when you had the car incident, yeah. did you tell them? Yeah. 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 And it was just like, hey, this happened. Yeah. I'm a fucking idiot. And uh, how are we going to yeah, fix it and pay for it and whatever? Okay. And, yeah. I find that interesting as well because yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see. I think it's going to generally be the same as it is with you with most people in creative industry. Yeah. But if anyone ever hides what they were ashamed of, so far people have basically been pretty open about it. Yeah. But wouldn't, would, wouldn't you then not mention it on this podcast? <laughs> I mean... I'm I'm giving them the credit of, you know, it, there's time has passed as well. Oh, yeah, true. That is true. Let's do <laughs> some know, like little work. There's but, things that I wouldn't have told people about yeah. that I did when I was younger that yeah. now I'm totally willing to talk about. Like weird ways you masturbated? Yeah, totally. At my, at my cousin's 21st, we yeah. did the top 10 weird ways he masturbated in front of his whole family. <laughs> and look me in the eye now and tell me, can you beat... Between two mattresses or in a toilet roll holder? I've heard something like this before. <laughs> I think... No, it wasn't... Who was it? It might have been on a Will Anderson podcast. They were talking about a hotel, two yeah. beds, yeah. getting like a plastic bag with like some shampoo <laughs> and then putting it between <laughs> the, the two beds. mattresses. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, the, the, this one, my cousin, it wasn't two mattresses side by side. It was like two mattresses stacked one on top, which then obviously there's a crevice between and just... Whoa, just okay. Really getting in there, probably on your knees, you would assume <laughs> if you start thinking about the height and whatever. Wow. Yeah. Just bend slightly and thrust yeah. in. Jesus. Yeah. Well, yeah, what's the difference between, and I, I don't know if you've got like a definition for the podcast, between uh, is there a line between shame versus, oh, not really shame, but if I had my time again, might have done it differently, and then like regret? Are these sort of all. I'm willing to explore them all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely. Yeah, because I'm not a big regret person just again because you can't mm. fix it but there are those things where i'd go oh well geez if i had my time again i yeah i, I might have i might have done this or i did this thing that i'm i'm not ashamed of but i'm also not proud of <laughs> if that makes sense is there a big one of those um i know you haven't had time to think not really but there's actually lots of little small ones even yeah. for work when it's like oh yeah just well for me it's just like when i've i like it'll pop into my head i'll be like oh when i said that thing to that person that, you know, maybe... Yeah, I've said some... Show and I always say that, like, in our, my job and the way our show is, I'm only ever one line or one bad joke away from that's that's it. And I had one the other week where I said it and I went, geez, I hope that one just slips through the cracks because that was pretty bad. And then um, and then I didn't. And then there was this, like, mum blog and it was a big write-up and whatever. Really? And yeah. Should I say what it was? I should just let it slide. I mean, I'm curious. All right, I'll set it up and I'll, I'll leave a gap. And then everyone can just fill in the... Oh, okay. and actually, I can't even do that. It's just too obvious. Okay. I'll talk to you about it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, look, there's some things for me, like taking the easy way out is like, again, maybe not shame, but like something you wouldn't be proud of. Mm. Like even like 
doing a meme that you go, oh, it's just so boring and lame, but you just know people are going to, you know, and like yeah. just those ones. And I look back and I go, you're better than that. Like, <laughs> yeah, come, come on. Like, I remember yeah. once um, I got a the, you're better than that from my mum. <laughs> um, I, yeah, yeah. I was at the gym. And I saw an amazing sight. There was a guy yeah. on the treadmill, and he was a big guy, but that's not why I was like, ha, ha, fat guy on the yeah. treadmill. No. He had been working up quite a sweat. Right. So I'm looking at his back yeah. where I am, and I just see the sweat is so thick. Oh, it's Lord. formed a perfect dick and balls oh, it's just, on his back. Before you said that, I was like, I wonder if it's dick and balls. <laughs> it's dick and balls. <laughs> and I immediately took a photo. And oh, po- and, you fat shame. <laughs> <laughs> and posted on Facebook. And the first comment was just my mum saying, you're better you're than better this. Than that. You're better than that. <laughs> saying you're better than that is one of the, oh. the harshest things you can say to yeah. someone. And I was actually talking to this with our new PD the other day, the balance between saying... Like when you come up with something, because it's really offensive to like mm. look someone in the eye and go, "We're better than this." Like, yeah. But sometimes that's what makes people great is your ability to look at yourself and go, "No, you're right. Yeah, we can be better than this," and and take it up. And so again, when when you you just post a meme that you just go, oh, "This is yeah. shit," but I just know it'll get a couple of clicks. So you do a phone topic because maybe maybe the phones have been a bit light, and you go, "Look, this isn't the smartest phone topic, mm. but I just know we're going to get a bunch of calls and get a bit of momentum, and maybe we'll just we'll put the easy one out there." And so for me with a few sort of projects I'm planning coming up, I'm really like, like me looking back at these things, I'm sort of like, well, I don't want to look back at this thing and go, oh, you took mm. the easy way out there. Like, yeah. make sure you, I'd rather do a, something, a quality product than just spit it out because I know should, there'll be some cheap likes in there. You know what I'm There's saying? There's a few ideas I've been tossing up that I think my, I might not do. but that's look, For that reason? <laughs> oh, for that reason, actually, yeah. I'll talk to you about them afterwards as well. Um, yeah. But... Okay, so that's that's. I think we're very, very well covered. Shame, yeah. regret, yeah. pride. Um, yeah. Next, I want to see if there's any connection between them. Okay, do we need a, a Venn diagram? A, <laughs> yeah, man. Oh my god, we're gonna need like a map with like uh, all the like the thumbtacks with all the string just Have connecting everything. The meme of Charlie Day from Always Sunny, and he's trying to solve the crime on the board, and it's all the arrows <laughs> pointing to one another. <laughs> we're not gonna need one of those. For extra content, check out the Sam Blacker page on Facebook. Okay, so volleyball, car, a bunch of other incidents involving masturbation, generally being a well, dick. Well, that was my cousin. Yeah, I'm pretending it's ones. you in my mind. Great. Um, I'm glad that you, that's what you're spending your mental visuals on is me <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> Not for too long. Um, covering shame there. I'm really curious though, and that's what the, the whole reason I'm doing this is, and I feel like I might know the answer to this or mm. I'm trying to guess it I always try to guess have a but, crack son well okay so I'm, I I really want to know whether you feel any of those incidents have influenced you going forward but to me you seem like such a pretty sure of yourself guy that you sort of in the, the moment of those things happening have already just sort of gone okay that's just it and moved on yeah sometimes and I, I like that you said sure of yourself without you could have said like you're an arrogant C so thank you for that. No worries. Um, hey, you're doing this for me for free. <laughs> I have to be a bit complimentary. Oh, We're not really? done yet. You could you could nosedive this oh, before the podcast well, that's ends. Awkward when I put the invoice through. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to buy you a six pack. Uh, nah, but... don't waste it. It's fun. Uh, don't waste your cash. Um, <laughs> you know, I am like even when something stuffs up in in the show, um, like I'm just like, oh, that was shit, and just sort of go, that was fucking terrible, and then just go, okay, what's next? And then it's sort of if. If it's a thing that like we're doing that segment next week, then mm. after the show we'll be like, oh, okay, well, how can we get it right for next week? But yeah. I'll usually within about ten seconds or something just go, that's fucked. 
that was I'd often walk through that door. We're recording in Canberra here today. Walk through that door right there and just go. I'm embarrassed by that. That was awful. <laughs> and then by the time I get grab a cup of tea and come back at the end of the ad break, I'm just like, all right, right, let's let's roll on. So yeah, don't try to dwell yeah. on stuff too much because again, I guess that's like that logical thing of you just want to go. Well, can we fix it? Yes. Mm. Then do it. Can you fix it? No. Okay. What are you gonna do? But. Two questions or points, yeah. I guess. F- firstly, I'm curious as to like, do you think that started at any point? Did you have to develop that or was that always what you were like? Um, well, I had most of like my life lessons that I like refer to now is always like, I reckon my team here gets sick of me having like these volleyball metaphors, but yeah. I had a lot of great coaches that taught me a lot of stuff. Yeah. And one of my coaches was big on the theory of like compounding errors. Okay. So say you like, you stuff mm. something up and you get so angry that you stuffed it up that you stuff the next thing up. Like, and then, mm. and so that's the, the compounding of errors. Um, and so I've, I've worked with people that'll, that'll stuff up a segment and then they'll be so shitty. The rest of the show is just mm. not the same because they're just really caught up on that thing. Yeah. And, um, and then, so like you imagine you're playing a sport like volleyball, similar to tennis in that, even if you have the game of your life, you're still going to have some errors. It's one of those sports. You're still going to miss a serve. You're still going to hit internet every now and then, whatever. And you see the tennis players, they just scream and it's like their way of getting it out. You yeah. see them just go, ah! Okay, next point. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so I kind of, when you get that pumped into you a lot, like don't compound the error, don't compound mm. the error. It's probably good to good way to remind myself of this actually. But um, okay. <laughs> uh, that was like a real big thing from, from one of my coaches, which I guess might be, does that make sense? In yeah. Yeah. I, I get that. So it sort of started around the volleyball point or you already like that, but it sort of reinforced it. Yeah, probably reinforced. And even just giving a name to it. Sometimes you do stuff and until someone mm. names the theory or has a, whatever uh, yeah. that sort of sticks with you but um okay then my other question yeah is i mean you say you know you you move on and like you get over it pretty quickly yeah but you've still been able to remember you like upon me asking yeah. you were still able to point out some specific incidences yeah well why do you think that is well when you said do you want to do this podcast i've been thinking about it a lot <laughs> and, it, and, it, and i've i don't know if i straight away i was like oh geez i don't know if i've got much mm. and i had to sort of really think about it um so but yeah it's sort of more the the things you're not proud especially fuck facebook memories fuck off like i was the la- i was the last person to get that because i was always like i'd go facebook.com slash on this day and I'd be like sorry this hasn't been rolled out to everyone yet i'm like are you fucking joking and now i've got it and like oh that's bad and it'll remind you of those things like i was saying like if it's a a, a dirty meme mm. or just something you wore and just and again not a shame but you just go oh jeez you're better than that <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's just a good reminder of some awful decisions in the past. And I'm guessing my current beard will be one of those things in five years. Really? Where I look back and go, fuck, I had that beard for a year or so there. And what the fuck was I thinking? Is anyone, have you been getting negative judgment on the beard? I get some things. You get, there's more compliments than, yeah. And in fact, what I do like is when another guy with a beard, like won't say anything, but sort of give you like the, the hat tip or like, you know, just the, this little nod Mm. of approval. I, um, I until recently had a beard. Really? And I got rid of it. How long was it? Oh, I wasn't oh, I was probably at like two thirds the length of yours. Really? Yeah. And oh maybe half. Right. Let's say half. Okay. Um I was planning on growing it longer, yeah. but I ended up losing it. Uh and if you ever do decide to shave off your beard, mm. highly recommend this is like if you if you've got a charity you need to raise money for. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um over the show we got people to bid, businesses to bid, mm-hmm. and the highest rated business. Yeah could have their initials shaved into my beard for a week. 
Gosh, Jesus Christ. Well, who Premier won? Motor Services. <laughs> so how do you shave it in? Um, like with a with a razor. It got shaved in. PMS. Oh, P- oh PMS. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then because it, look, it wasn't that I had to redefine it because the guy didn't do a great job. Yeah. And then we also like used permanent marker to make it black. You fill it in a little. Yeah, fill yeah. it in a little. Yep. And um, I mean. I would have loved to have had a longer beard, but I think if I'm going to have any uh, on this day memories pop up, it's probably going to be having PMS. It's going to be that one. Yeah, shit. (laughs) Cool. Well, look, man, thank you so much for taking the time out of your Saturday to to record this with me and for actually, from what it sounds like, having to spend a lot of time thinking of things you might have been ashamed of. Yeah, one of my classic moves is leaving a podcast and going, oh, fuck, that would have been good. Okay. And well, I feel like this is going to be one of those because yeah. I don't know if this is what you wanted. No, it's, it's what you've this got. has been really good. Um, if you do think of anything, send me a message. Yeah. I'd love to include mm-hmm. it in the text or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. And can I just say, I said um, I said to my girlfriend, Bridget, because I, when I left the house before, I was like, I'm going to go do a, a podcast with Sam. You, you know Sam. And because um, let's just from other, from other bits yeah. and pieces and stuff. And she goes, yeah. Yeah, no, I really like that guy. He is great. Um, Yeah. Always been a big fan of Sam Pang. <laughs> And I went, nah, it's Sam Black. And she goes, Black. Goes, oh, oh, who, who's that? Oh, is that the podcast guy? Like, yeah, it's podcast guy. And she goes, oh, yeah, no, he's all right. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Shame Feeder. Keep up to date by subscribing or liking the Sam Blacker page on Facebook. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 